stank. <laughs> Ew. Sometimes I think my laughs are like super exaggerated and unnecessary, but like that's just truly how I'm feeling in the moment. <laughs> like typically burps don't stink, but like every once in a while you get that one that's just like, what did I eat? That is so on point too. Like I couldn't have come up with a better like explanation because your burps don't stink. And then one time you get a burp that stinks and you're like, I forgot that burps can smell bad. Yeah. <laughs> like Ooh. that they can have a smell to them. Uh, okay. <laughs> My burp stinks. <laughs> the following program is a pair of smart youngsters. Good evening. I think it will depend in great measure upon what we do. Uh, let's get ready to debate. debate. Hello and welcome. Hello. I don't, I was so backwards. I didn't know what to do. It was on the spot. I was like, uh, fuck, I guess I'm Brie now. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. Today, um, ah. that part of the intro really stuck with me. It really sounded like. Hello and welcome. Like a debate intro. That was, <laughs> wow. That was a lot. That threw me, threw me for a doozy. Threw me for a loop. All right, we are here, and we're in a new environment. Oh my goodness! I'm lounged so out on a couch, so cozy with a blanket. It's too cozy. I'm it's like, too cozy. I could take a nap, dude. Honestly, so okay for those of y'all who can't see us, which is everyone. <laughs> I'll post a pic. Yeah, we'll post pics. Bree and I were recording. We're still recording in the same room. But um, it was a game room in my house, and we didn't have, we had like lounge chairs in here. So, like, not lounge chairs, but they were two separate chairs, and they were very much like accent chairs. Now, we'd have got a new couch, a new sectional in the home. So, living room couches came up to the game room, and let me be the first to tell you super cozy zone now. Super, super cozy. We are too cozy. So, we got some LED lights up here, like, we're 17 year old teenage boys. <laughs> And Do you want some ASMR again of me chewing a Reese's <laughs> cup? I like the part where you peeled it off each individual mm. ring mm-hmm. in, in the Reese's. I should be famous for that. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> it was like... Someone may have already done that. Ooh, does this exist? I want to do candy ASMR. Specifically, I like, opening candy, eating candy. I bet you that is the exact thing that ASMR started as. <laughs> because, like, I could see that being, like, yeah. very easy because it's wrappers and like but i don't know most candy is soft well would you say most candy is soft or most candy is hard No, because what if you did the little werther's and you just like clinked it around your teeth oh my god y'all might be getting some werther's asmr because a bitch got werther's up in up in the studio (laughs) that's what we're gonna call this from now on the studio (laughs) i'm looking up to see oh he did candy asmr i should have known that i was not original yeah that was gonna be really popular oh my god luna is knocked out literally knocked out she does nothing but bark all day when you guys come home Mm -hmm. the only the only peaceful sleep she has is Mm -hmm. on the couch with you guys and you banished yeah wait so that's what i was saying before uh, me and brie went off and like got off topic so what i was saying was we got new we got a new sectional downstairs so the um old the couches that were in the living room are now in the game room slash podcast room and me and brie are big chilling right now but luna is not allowed on the new sectional but she's allowed on the old couches because they're the old couches and who cares but she is so mad she can't take part in the sectional like she is so mad she has to like actually be in like her dog bed so she just came up like while we're recording and she just straight up went to sleep like dead weight could not move her refused to leave so yeah she's big chilling right now so luna this week has brought the return of luna to the studio yeah (laughs) All right, so let's get into these polls. For those of y'all out there who don't remember what polls we're reporting on this week, it is the pizza episode. Yes. Krusty Krab pizza uh. is the pizza uh. for you and me. Hey. Krusty Krab. I'm not going to do this again. I, thought, I thought there was another part, and he's like, for you and me. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. 
Something like that. All right, let's get into the polls. Okay, reporting on the pizza episode. How do you eat your pizza? Okay, how do you eat your pizza? On Twitter, flat with a little fold, aka Breeze Side, got 80% of the vote. In mine, roll crust to tip is 20% of the vote. I refuse to believe that people actually do that before Lauren said that. I'm not the only person that does that. And the thing that makes me the most mad is like, okay, every week I spout these out outrageous sides you guys claim outrageous sides of this of, of of an argument my opinion is always like the weirder side i guess i don't know and every time i say before you vote try this because i feel like a well-informed voter <laughs> is a very effective voter i tried it and i didn't like it it's a lot of crust it's in a lot the of goodness at one time it's a lot of i'll goodness. tell you what let me see let me tell you what the results are, mm-hmm. and then I'll tell you what some people said. Okay. 88% of people agreed with me. I want to know who the four of you are. Okay, one of them was you, so... I agreed with you? No, you agreed with you. Oh. I'm <laughs> looking at like... the four people that roll their pizza. Oh, I was like, wait, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> so, some comments that people made about your rolling of the pizza. Who desecrated this pizza? Blasphemy. If I wanted a rolled pizza, I'd order a calzone. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. That was good. That, that was a good one. Those were good. You get brownie points because you guys are funny. But, I mean, if you wanted a calzone, you'd order a calzone. If you wanted to roll your pizza, you just try it. And you're supposed to try it before you vote. Go ahead and give it a try. I mean, you can always unroll the pizza if you don't like it. I mean, yeah. But, like like I said, very specific example of this, which Brie kind of got but didn't because I'll just explain we got Minio's. And for those of y'all who like Minio's pizza or have ever had Minio's pizza, you know when you first get it, that cheese is falling off. It's on Barstool. Yes. Right? What's yes. his face? The Barstool Presidente is like, is that name or something like that? Yeah. yeah. What the heck is his name? I don't know. I can't remember. We're going to remember this. Let's see, it's the uh, weekly test to see if Brie can figure it out before I can find it on the internet. Okay, for some reason, Pete Buttigieg keeps coming to mind. I know that's entirely wrong, but like sometimes I just get names stuck in my head that are wrong. Very, very oh, wrong. Oh, Pete Buttigieg could not be no, further. No, I know. <laughs> I could not be further wrong, but I needed to say it or else it's all I keep thinking about. David Portnoy. Oh my God, David Portnoy. Why did I say that so sexually? <laughs> Because his name is David. (laughs) 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 Yes, Dave Portnoy. I've seen maybe one of his pizza videos before. Does he review pizzas? Like, is that a thing? Yeah, all across the country. Okay. Um, yeah, he tried Minio's. He did it wrong, though, because he tried to get it. He tried to eat it right when he first got it. And the thing about Minio's is, like, you can't eat it when you first get it, but you can't. You also can't eat it whenever it's sat too long. You have to get it pretty much as soon as it cools down enough to, like, eat it, which is where my rolling the pizza argument comes into play. Because since the since the cheese is falling off, if you roll it, it's still hot. But, like, if you roll it, obviously it keeps the cheese on the pizza. But what he did in the video is he tried to eat it when it first got it. When he first got it, was falling off the pizza. He talked all this shit about how it was falling off the pizza. Which, yeah, you got to let it sit for a second. And then he waited and kept it until he got to the fucking airport. Goes all the way to the airport and the cheese is solidified. So it's like an inch of cheese and it's just not the same pizza. It's just not. So. Enough about rolling your pizza. Enough. Okay. The best pizza topping. On Twitter, pepperoni me baby. <laughs> Breeze side. I always chuckle at <laughs> what I say. 80%. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, of you the just vote. say baby after everything. Yeah, I do. That's <laughs> that's my punchline. It makes line. it so funny though. <laughs> um, and ricotta or nada? You like that? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that didn't get many votes though. Sadly, twenty uh, percent of the vote. So Ooh. didn't do too hot there. We're at seventy-five to twenty-five over here on the Instagram. Yes. People just need to branch out. Like, put ricotta on your pizza. Just try and it. Now, let me tell you what some people said their favorite pizza topping was. Okay. We got just normal mushroom. We stan it. We stan it. We got pineapple and jalapeno. 
Ooh. See, I'm not a jalapeno fan, but the pineapple, I co-sign. We got white pizza with spinach, tomatoes, mushrooms, garlic, and white onions. Okay. If there's one pizza that's overrated, it's white pizza. I like white pizza. Uh, I feel like too many people like it for it to be a real thing that exists. Extra cheese or shrooms. Extra cheese. Extra cheese. Are you okay? Like, I feel like there's something you might want to talk about. (laughs) Like extra cheese on your pizza. I don't know. Don't hate on our one of five reviewers on I mean, iTunes. What hey. <laughs> <laughs> iTunes? What? God damn it. <laughs> so thin versus thick crust pizza. On Twitter, thick with two C's. Bree's side, 60% of the vote. So it was closer. And then make it thin, my side, 40% of the vote. Ooh. We got a close call over here too. A nice little 57 to 43 in favor of thick we're definitely turning into an asmr podcast how do you reheat your pizza okay i got a bone to pick with you because you had me on instagram saying that i microwave my pizza and i don't you microwave it with water no i said what i used to do was microwave it with water i put it in the oven oh my god i forgot yes and i was like (laughs) ew she i literally distinctly Uh, said in the podcast i distinctly said in the episode i was like yeah, I stopped doing that because, like, it's still soggy. Like, it's not, like, uh, crispy enough. I forgot. I yes. was trying to do this really last minute because I, fr- I normally I try to do it on Friday, but I was away skiing this weekend, uh-huh. and I forgot on Friday. <laughs> and so I remembered on Sunday. It's okay. I'm not worried about it. But oh I was I like... I'll post an emergency poll. No, don't don't you worry. I put it correct on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> don't okay. you worry. And guess what? Did you win? Indeed. Oh, indubitably. There we go. (laughs) Oh, good. On Twitter, how do you re... uh, Actually, what I said was, when the party's over and all that remains are leftovers, how do you reheat your pizza? (laughs) (laughs) Throw it in a pan, Brie. Zero percent of the vote. (gasps) Shut up. Yes. Back in the oven, Lauren, 100 percent. Of how many voters? (laughs) Four. (laughs) But it don't matter because, yeah, it just don't matter. Well, I will say that you only lost by one vote mm. on Instagram. Really? Yeah. If it was the oven, I would have won by like 20. Apparently. Yeah. Well, you. yeah, you lost by one vote. Someone made a comment about the reheating of the pizza and they said microwave. Mm. Got to eat it cold from the fridge oh, with the- some hot sauce on top. Okay, pause. Cold pizza eaters. Do you deserve rights? My vote is no. I sometimes eat cold pizza. You don't deserve rights. Sometimes I'm in a hurry. Do you think we should have you out here making decisions? Yes. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I've had cold pizza if I was like really hungry and drunk. And it's like, okay, the pizza was ordered earlier this night and like it's cooled off and I'm just not going to reheat it. But like I'm not taking pizza from the fridge and putting it in my mouth. And we got a toaster oven. Vote for the toaster oven. Okay. Yes. Yes. I can agree with that because it's basically like an oven. So... I mean, it is like a sort of oven, so I can agree. So, moving on to our agreements of the week. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with us? Domino's over Pizza Hut. And I literally cannot believe that pizza voted that, whoa, that people voted for Pizza Mm -hmm. Hut. (laughs) I know. They're like all closed. How do you even get it? Yeah. Y'all need, y'all need some serious help because if you're, if you're standing, if you're capping that hard for Pizza Hut, like. Your sister. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could record her face right now. I'm disgusted. She's your other sister. Oh my god. And Who, Maria. Who's the imposter? <laughs> Am I the imposter in this situation? Oh my god. Everyone I know. I don't I, I'm completely blaming that on the fact that like my mom loves Pizza Hut and she would order Pizza Hut a lot when we grew up, but I did not eat the pizza unless I absolutely had to. I mean if I was a kid, yeah, I had to, but like I didn't enjoy it. But it still won sixty three percent. Ugh. Well, on Twitter, do you agree with our agreement of the week? Domino's is way more fire than p- p- Pizza Hut. Blech. And I put the emo- emojis in there, too. It's pretty pretty cool. Um, Yeah, Domino's for sure. 60% of the vote to no. Hut, the Hut is the goat. 40%. So, I mean, it sounds like people on Twitter got more sense. All right, last agreement of the week. Do you like alternative sauces, such as a hot sauce or a barbecue, instead of... Red or white sauce. 
60% of people agreed. Hmm. Um, on Twitter, keep it simple. 80% of the vote. I like a change of pace. 20% of the vote. So y'all did a lot better in that poll. Well, we can hop, skip, and jump into this first debate. All right. Sounds good. And speaking of food, we're going to keep with our general theme of this entire podcast, and that's we love food. And we're going to continue to discuss food mm-hmm. on today's debate, 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 debate. One that goes down in history, 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 history. <laughs> it's the great, 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 great. Miracle Whip versus Mayonnaise. Debate, 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 debate. <laughs> All right. So I know I typically take the more quote unquote crazy side, which a few of you will say that I'm doing this again. But in my mind, if you don't pick Miracle Whip, you are indeed on the crazy side of this debate because regular mayo, I know I say this about eggs. I know I've said this about cheese and I will say it about mayo. It is very easy for me to want to throw up over some mayonnaise. Miracle Whip has never done me wrong, has never steered me wrong. I will always, I used to eat mayonnaise sandwiches growing up. And by mayonnaise, I mean Miracle Whip. We didn't call them Miracle Whip sandwiches. Just because I liked Miracle Whip that much. Miracle Whip is just mayonnaise with extra spices. It's that tang, baby. That tang. It's that tang. I also did not know that Miracle Whip was just mayonnaise with extra spices until I met Lauren. Yeah. You know, people tried to convince me that it's salad dressing. Doesn't it say salad dressing on the container? I don't give a fuck what the container says. (laughs) I don't give a fuck what the actual company says about their product. I don't care. It is not a salad dressing. Ew, could you imagine if you actually put that on your salad? Because it has the same consistency of mayo. You know what? I was thinking the same thing all these years. And you know what I just realized they probably mean when they say salad dressing? Like a chicken salad. Potato salad. Potato salad. Yeah. One of those. A cult. Do Do you put mayonnaise in coleslaw? I don't eat coleslaw. So. I don't eat coleslaw either. Yeah. But a, a, a potato salad, a macaroni salad, a macaroni a chicken salad, <laughs> a tuna salad. I can't tell if you're from Jersey or New York. I don't know. Or I don't know. It's just what I was feeling. All right. I like it. I dig it. I don't care what a company got to say about their product. <laughs> because there's what? a lot of products that say they're for something, but really... Everyone oh knows their first other things. So, like, I'm trying to think of an example. That new spray and wash Dawn dish soap. Mm. People use in the TikTok cleaning videos a lot to clean, like, bathrooms and such. But it's Ooh. a dish soap. I saw a woman use it to clean the top of her fridge. Huh. That's not a dish. That is not. <laughs> <That> couldn't <laughs> be further from a dish. Giant eagle bags. And for you non-Pittsburghers. Also known as a t-shirt bag. A t-shirt bag. Yeah, that's what my dad calls them. Why? Because it looks like a tank top? I have no idea. Dad? <laughs> Father? <laughs> um, I don't know. He just he just called them t- t-shirt bags recently. And now I can't stop calling them t-shirt bags. Maybe because they have two whole. It kind of looks like a little tank top. But it's not a t-shirt. It'd be like a tank top bag. A grocery bag? Yeah, or a plastic bag, people call them. That's also the um, normal way. Yeah, but Pittsburgh, we say Giant bags. So. I'm sorry, Um, you said it incorrectly. It's Giant bags. That's what I literally just said, Giant Eagle bags. Giant Eagle? Giant Eagle bags. Giant Eagle bags. Giant Eagle bags. Are we having another situation just, like last week? You're you're just, you're you're pronouncing the eagle too much. It's John Eggle. You're saying, you're pronouncing the E. You're John saying Eggle. egg. Egg. John Eggle. Giant Eggle. John Eggle. I'm saying giant eagle. Giant eagle. I. Oh, giant eagle. Yeah, it, when I started, yeah. Yeah. Giant eagle. Yeah. Check yourself. I, went, I was trying to overpronounce it and I started saying the E too hard, okay? <laughs> For y'all who can't understand, giant eagle bags. And a large bird. Uh, uh, yeah, or, or, or a large grocery store chain in the Pittsburgh yep. area. Yeah. Um, so... Giant eagle bags, for example, they're supposed to be used for groceries. Everyone repurposes them for something different. If you don't have a stash of giant eagle bags underneath your kitchen sink or elsewhere in your house, you're just wasting that plastic and not giving it a second life. It's a debate for another day. Yeah. Anyway, where are we even going with this? I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> how they say that uh, Miracle Whip is. <laughs> oh, my God. I was literally. Do wow. You, see, you know that this is how my mind works 24-7. We went from miracle whip to yes but because i was saying you you said that it's it says on the label yes this is how my works on the label of a grocery bag does it say used 
for groceries. Uh, but on a l- on a tub of Miracle Whip, it says salad dressing. It says it right there. Okay. This is not the debate. This is this is a useless. <laughs> <laughs> it still don't matter because guess what? Miracle Whip is still better than mayo. Mayo is just a soft, jiggly dollop of nothingness. It's the same texture. It has no season. No seasoning. That's like having it's having a, 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 a Thanksgiving turkey that you just put in the oven. Okay. And don't put no seasoning on. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> oh, I feel like I know what you're going to say. Well, I was going to say, like many debates, typically I haven't tried Lauren's side. Like I didn't try the rolled pizza until after. But this time... I've tried Miracle Whip, mm-hmm. and I hated it. It was so nasty tasting. Oh, I'm the sorry. The thing about a sandwich is... Hold, hold on. I'm sorry. Are you, are you speaking in past tense? Hated? Hated it? Yes. I tried it before. But but you hated it, but do you still hate it? You're yes, implying that you... I hate it. Oh. I'm saying, in the... Wow. Was that was a, that, that was a dig. <laughs> in the moment... I hated it when I tried it. In the past, when I tried it, okay. hated it. I thought you were having a change of heart. No. Oh. The thing about it is, the mayonnaise should not be the star of a sandwich. Absolutely oh it should. Oh my god, there, that's, you've lost. Well, how how should man... You think first the of condiment all, should be the star of a sandwich? If, if your condiments aren't the star of any meal... Oh. No, not any meal. Okay, if your condiment is not the star of your sandwich... First of all... Anytime you add mustard to a sandwich, that's now the star. It's just taken over all the other flavors. So, like, if you didn't want mustard to be the star of your sandwich, why are you putting mustard on your sandwich? Same thing with Miracle Whip. Like, if you, like, what you're telling me that you want to just really get a nice taste of lunch meat turkey? Yes. And you can still taste it. The, really, ham, if we're really being honest, ham pops off more than turkey, and it has more <laughs> flavor than turkey. And if I could put Miracle Whip on a ham sandwich, and I can still taste the ham... It's a great role player. It's not the star of oh the sandwich. Gosh. That's like saying the cranberry sauce is the star of the turkey. It's Who the, the condiment. Fuck? I don't eat no damn t- cranberry sauce ever, period. So, I mean, when I guess you could say it's like seasoned turkey. You okay. Know? You could say that's like saying that, that the gravy is the star of the turkey, in which case I would agree. Yes, it is. You know why? Because turkey's just not that hater. good of a meat. It's just not. If we're being honest, uh, this is a whole other debate in, uh, in and of itself. And I feel like you're a turkey person and I'm a ham person. So yes. this should be added to the oh, list. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yes. I am a we're ham. Gonna get, I am a turkey person. Okay. I'm just going to ax this debate then because I'm getting way too passionate about ham versus turkey. And I'm going into a whole other thing. But Miracle Whip, like I said, it's as if you have something, a food. Would you take the seasoned version of said food or the unseasoned version of said food? It depends. Is the seasoned version gross? No. It is. So. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not though. That's the thing. Okay, what what bothers you about Miracle Whip? The red the red the little taste. things. What is what about the taste? That it tastes bad and I don't like that it overpowered the entire sandwich. It's the sweet. mayonnaise is not yes, and it was very off putting and disorienting. <laughs> You're talking like you just came out the war. <laughs> you were force-fed Miracle Whip as a tortured device. Yes, in the war, they didn't give us mayonnaise. <laughs> they gave us Miracle Whip because they were trying to, you know, be cheap and stay on a budget. Oh, really? Because Miracle Whip is is more expensive than mayo at the store. And another reason why to have See, mayo. See, <laughs> you're just double-crossing. You're manipulating the argument to your side. Okay, this is my thing. Do you like your things to have taste or no taste? taste okay of turkey and cheese okay that's not enough for of me lunch you, meat and cheese because i like chicken too okay you know i don't like my dry food okay yes you know that mm-hmm. so if i'm gonna put something on it like i feel like if you put mayo on your sandwich it's like put it's like lathering your bread with water it, no yeah it, it literally has more is taste than that it tastes like nothing someone tried to tell me that hellman's is better than miracle whip and i almost fought that day when i see a glop of mayo it makes me want to throw up. It's the same thing as Miracle Whip. It makes me want to gag. It's the same texture, consistency. It's literally the same ingredients except for Miracle Whip has added spices that are just all haywire. It's all of the same thing with none of the culture. <laughs> it has no culture. It has no seasoning. It's bland. It's boring. It doesn't pop. It just looks like like you guys could have tried harder, honestly. 
like condiment people. What was the purpose of making mayo if it's going to taste like nothing? It tastes like something. Like it doesn't what? need it doesn't need to have all that kind of flavor. It's not the star of the sandwich. What is the point of putting it on if it's not going to taste like anything? Because it stops it from being dry. It tastes like something. It's just not entirely overpowering like Miracle okay. Whip. Other condiments stop things from being dry. But they're like an added bonus. Like, okay, barbecue sauce. I know you don't like barbecue sauce. So like ranch, okay? It stops things from being dry, but also like it's adding another flavor yeah, but to that. Sometimes I like ranch on my sandwiches. Sometimes I what? don't. It depends on the... Oh. oh my God. Well, I put ranch more on wraps. Okay. I can get jiggy with yeah. that. Not like sandwich. Yeah. Like a sandwiches, hoagie. No, not a, like a hoagie or a, or a sandwich. I'm putting mayonnaise. If it's a wrap, I like ranch. Okay, you know what um, my Subway condiments are? Yes, Lauren are. gets like 20 Subway condiments. Four. That's absurd. Five sometimes because oh my God. I realized that I like sweet onion more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And I already had four sauces. So sometimes one gets the axe just because I can't remember and all the sauces. what are the... <laughs> okay. She gets so many sauces she can't remember all of them. So I get sweet onion, um, yellow mustard, ranch, Italian... My fifth one. Mayonnaise. Could be mayo. <laughs> Sometimes. But I don't <laughs> usually get it. I don't usually get it. I like the Chipotle Ranch. The Ooh. Southwest Chipotle. I don't, I don't Yeah, Southwest Chipotle, Chipotle Ranch. I don't remember which one it is. I don't think is. I've ever tried that. It's good. Did I, I say I put ranch on there? Yes. Okay, yes. Yes. Um, it's good. I put it on my tuna salad. And yes, I am oh. that person that gets tuna salad from Subway. Okay. I just love it. Come at me. Some things you just can't like really just, question i like all the veggies that they offer and you don't get that other elsewhere in a tuna sandwich yeah there's some things that you get from places and you're like you know what i just shouldn't like a cucumber pickles black olives they slap on a tuna fish sandwich um i don't like cucumbers or pickles but i'm down with the black olives yeah yeah so anyway this is not a discussion about why i like tuna fish from subway yes it is a discussion about why mayonnaise is better than miracle whip and it's not and at this point I feel like we've rested our case. Yeah. I mean, I would agree if you haven't tried Miracle Whip. Um, my question is why were you um, sheltered as a child? Yuck. I don't know. Because Brit, when was the first time you tried Miracle Whip? I may have tried it when I was younger and I don't remember. But the first mm. time I remember trying it was after you and you insisted upon Miracle Whip being better. And it was not better. I don't think I know a single soul that prefers mayo over Miracle Whip besides you. Maybe some other people. Maybe like a handful of people. You're the second person I've met that prefers Miracle Whip over mayo. Well, my entire immediate family and my extended family prefers Miracle Whip. So. Can I ask you something? (laughs) Is it a black people thing? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, well, okay. So I thought you were going to say something when I said, like, why do I feel like I know what you're going to (laughs) say? That wasn't, is it a black people thing? It was, well, I'm white. And white people are known for liking mayo. No, because the the um, the person I knew before you that likes Miracle Whip, he's white. Oh, really? Yes. Well, okay. So, have you ever seen the movie Undercover Brother? Probably not. <laughs> that was a dumb question in retrospect. Um, I mean, hey, you never know. So, Undercover Brother, it, it, it's just like a comedy. And, I mean, from the title of the movie, you can put together what it's about. And the main character, there's like... <laughs> There's this scene where, like, he, you know, he's undercover in this movie. So he, I think he's, like, talking to this girl or something. He might be talking, I think he's, like, talking to a white girl or something. And he has to ask for mayo on his sandwich to, like, keep the facade going. And he literally, like, eats this sandwich full of mayo. And he's, like, about to cry. He's, like, and they just, like, show it on a plate, like, jiggling and stuff. And it's, like, an ongoing joke that white people love mayo. (laughs) And, like, it's just, like, I think that's why I hate Mayo so much because I saw that movie at a very young age and they made it look so fucking gross in that movie. They were, like, at a restaurant. And, you know, at, like, if you get, like, Mayo at, like, Eaton Park or something, it's going to come in one of those little bowls and it's just, ugh. Anyways, I digress. That movie made Mayo look so disgusting and maybe that's my hatred for it, but that's also how I know that it's an ongoing joke that white people like Mayo. Sometimes we argue about something and then I'm like, is this a, is this a culture thing? Is this, like, is this a race thing? <laughs> And a bunch of times it is. (laughs) A lot of times it is. But that's why you need diversity. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah. I mean, I guess that's, that's what we, that's that on that with the Miracle Whip Mayo debate. That's that on Um, that. That's that on that. If you like either, let us know, I guess, in the polls. Yeah. 
All right. We're going to leap, slide, and glide into this next one. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get into it. Lauren, are you for or against dating apps? So when I was a young warthog on the prowl, (laughs) (laughs) when I was a young warthog, (laughs) and I was on these dating apps, I think it's safe to say that everyone our age that, you know, and even some people older are on dating apps. But like, do you actually agree with them? Like, do you actually like them? And my stance is like, no, because... The only thing I ever used dating apps for was the instant validation. You know, we grew up in a generation where, you know, we grew up whenever Instagram really took off. Like Mm -hmm. when we were like at an age where we could really like comprehend it, like high school, which is like the worst time (laughs) to be for that, like take off. But like, so we're like for the past 10 or so years, we've been used to that instant, you know, validation, that instant happiness and you know whatever and it's like when you post a picture you get a bunch of likes and that like sets off dopamine in your mind and everything so I feel like dating apps are kind of like the same thing whereas like I never took them serious like Mm -hmm. I would have them just for that attention and then like I had no intention of ever meeting someone off of there because it's just like I don't know you could be a murderer like Mm -hmm. I'm scared (laughs) I don't want to do this so I'm on the for dating app side Except I am on the side of I truly, really enjoy dating apps. Okay, I, I have to put this all in past tense because if my boyfriend ever hears this, he's, <laughs> he's going to be so mad. <laughs> no, he's not mad. He's just one of those people that just doesn't like to hear all the things that I, u- that I like. He just doesn't like to hear about it. So, you know, whatever. He doesn't listen anyway. <laughs> Was that was that a shots fired? Yes. Can I get the dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Oh, I'm in the same boat. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck it. Whatever. We have you guys. Fuck it. It's for the show. <laughs> okay. So I loved dating apps. I think they're so fun. I love dating. I love loved dating. <laughs> You know what? I'm just, I'm sorry in advance, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to keep speak- correcting myself. <laughs> I'm trying to tread lightly too. I'm like, when I was a young warthog on these days. <laughs> so the thing about dating apps is, is like, I don't think there's much of a difference. I mean, there is a difference, but if we boil it down, I don't think there's much of a difference between a dating app and like meeting someone random in a bar. So you're at a bar, you look at someone and you literally in your mind, without thinking about it, you're swiping left or swiping right. Because you're like, is that person attractive? No. Is that person attractive? Yeah. Do I shoot my shot with them? Do I message them? Do I go up to them and talk to them? Like, and I didn't realize this until I was like, I don't know, there's nothing else to do in quarantine. You know, when things are sort of opening up. So I was like going on a couple dates and stuff. And I happened to meet a guy in person one time while on a walk. And I started realizing that it's kind of like the same thing as meeting a random person. Like I was just walking around my neighborhood and I thought this guy was cute. I looked at him, like made eye contact. He looked at me, made eye contact. And then we passed each other a second time and made eye contact again. And this time, like when we passed each other, like I turned around and and he was looking at me like after we'd passed each other. And then I turned back around because, you know, God play a little hard to get. (laughs) And then I turned back around again and he was like walking towards me, Mm -hmm. like speed walking, like up towards me. That would scare me. I would be like, I'm calling the police. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, there's honestly no real difference between the way that we met. If we had, we met randomly on the street, which that's like my most wild meat story. Yeah. I mean, that is really random. Yeah. It is super random. We never actually went out, but I feel like that's so random. And so not like, oh my God, this is so random. Not like that, (laughs) but like, like (laughs) not to sound pretentious or anything. Not to sound, I've been watching a lot of um, like old, like, 2000 shows or whatever and they're like oh my god how random was that like they're like (laughs) like, do you remember when saying things were random was a thing yeah be like oh my god lauren you're so random oh my god (laughs) i literally remember that like that was like the slang that's so weird so i so that's so weird i forgot that that was a thing anyway they're just a random person and so are people on dating apps you're basically just like in a bar swiping on people and then Mm -hmm. deciding if you actually want to go up and talk to them or deciding if you want to go up make a move someone in a bar is just as unknown as someone on online the only thing you're really going like getting at is like the person's pictures aren't going to be fake because you know what they look like in person that's really the only thing you're like jumping 
Mm-hmm. But you also get to know a little bit more about the person via dating apps because you can know, like, I don't know, what's, what college did they go to if they went to school? What might their job be? I mean, yeah. I but, see like, what, what area are they from? Maybe mm-hmm. there's a bio. Like, you're almost learning more about people on dating apps than people you're meeting in person. Yeah. Also, to be fair, I did meet my current boyfriend on a dating app. So I see what you're saying. I have a few issues. So one is kind of that. Okay, you raise this this thing, which is like a pro of, you know, being able to know everything about them pretty much like instantly and like knowing what you're getting into before you even swipe right and like not even wasting your time. I get that. The issue I have with that is that it's kind of like you're shopping for someone and that takes like the human experience out of it for me, which is just like, I don't know. And also like someone might not sound good on paper to you. And like, like I said, like when I was the thing, yeah, when I was on these apps, I would be super judgmental. And like, I know people are being super like in my mind like you know whenever you're swiping right or left because you know what you like and like it would literally be a simple something as simple like oh i don't like that piercing or i don't know like well that was rude you feel like you just came <laughs> for me no not you i would just feel like you were looking at my no. face and you came for me <laughs> bitch i got a nose ring too so <laughs> what did you talk about so yes so somebody can look good on paper to you and not be good for you and on the flip side of that like you might read someone's bio and be like you know really like they're weird or they're corny or whatever and like if you would have met them in person like you wouldn't think any of that about them like some people yeah, just that's very true another thing is some people just don't make good profiles or just don't pick good. like it's all up to like the pictures the person chooses what they say in their bio like how and how much do like when you're on these apps do you obsess over like oh do i sound like how am i coming off and like we're supposed to be in our ripe old age working towards not caring what people think but Yet, anytime you're on a dating app, you're like, okay, like, what should my bio say so that people, like, don't think I'm weird? Like, what picture should I choose so people think I'm ch- I'm cute and attractive? Two things. One, Lauren helped me with my, my Tinder bio uh, over a year back. And let me tell you, she's real good at it. Did it boost your engagement? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I never changed it. I was like, this is like the peak. Like, it's not getting any better than this. <laughs> Two, you can make that same argument for small talk in a bar. Some people are not good at small talk. Some people are not going to come up to somebody and talk to them. Okay, so that brings me to my other point that I wanted to make. The reason that I prefer people in person is for like vibe check yes exactly i was trying to figure out how to formulate that exactly a vibe check because once again you can look good on paper you could swipe right they might even text you know fine whatever because i can i would completely like rule someone out in or out like based on how they they i'm a horrible texter so So you gotta like you gotta be very interested and that's why i try to take it off texting like within a week because i'm not good at texting my humor does not translate via text well these voices can't come out via text <laughs> and then true. I lose all funny. Yeah. And the thing is too, okay. So texting, like I hate small talk. Like if I just meet someone and like all their talk like all it is is like, what are you doing today? What are you doing tomorrow? Mm. How was your day? Ugh. Oh, blah da da da. At like, least I can I can hold a conversation. Once you get out of like the regular like questions like where did you go to school? What do you do for a living? Where do you live? What do you do for fun? Uh like just like genuine like general questions about their lives that anyone can make conversation about Mm -hmm. that's where it really tests like if you're like small talk or what like i'm gonna say this but like i don't want to sound pretentious like oh yeah like i can hold a good conversation but like i feel like i can i'm pretty i mean i'm not bad at holding conversation i think that if you give me a little bit i can you know make a conversation out of something even if it's like you're not but one thing i'm not gonna do is push for a conversation if i feel like you're like not putting effort into the conversation or you're not giving me enough to go off i'm just not going to text you back like that's just how it is but thing that i like about in person more than on the app is okay in person like i can decide if i even want to pursue you before i even talk to you but in the app like you have to go through all the formalities and then you have to like meet up and not to mention like all the pressure like to hook up with somebody if you don't want to or if you want to and you don't know if they're gonna feel like that like I feel like it's like with tinder and all the other dating apps it's like okay we're gonna meet up and we're gonna hook up or we're not gonna hook up because I'm like actually looking for a relationship because a lot of people are just on there to fuck and a lot of people some other people are on there to actually like find Mm -hmm. a relationship some people are on there for both all of which are fine but I think it's so hard to find like someone that you are on the same vibe length with rather than being in person it's a lot harder not harder but like it's different when you meet someone in person because that's not the first instinct Mm -hmm. all the time like if you're meeting someone on tinder it's like that's kind of like always in the back of your mind you're more of you're not even more of like a random meeting people in person though kind of 
person to be fair yeah. i'm more of a you're a mutual friends you want to yes. you want to have it pre-vetted some way yes if i would pursue you in any way i have to know how you act i have to know how you are for me to even be interested in you because like if i don't know a lot about you i'm in like you're in like mutual friends or like a friend of a friend or acquaintance or whatever mm -hmm. i'm just not gonna put that much effort into it i'm just not the thing that i actually today was annoyed with is people that are on dating apps but then always say like oh I hate dating apps so much like oh my god I don't even know why I'm on here oh my god I'm just gonna give this like one last shot like I mean you're you're there like yeah. you're doing it don't just be, just own just it. do it yeah that's the thing <laughs> like though. you don't have to like like saying that you don't like dating apps doesn't make you a better person and it doesn't make you quirky or cool like i'm like i said from the beginning of this disagreement i said you know when i was on there like did i agree with them no but what was the reason i was on there and i immediately said for the attention like yeah. i'm not gonna say like oh they're just so like lame and pretentious and blah blah blah, blah, blah. when meanwhile Everybody knows why you're on these dating apps. Everybody yeah. is on the dating apps for the attention. Like, period. Like, that is the main purpose. It's a it's a vanity thing. Like, it is, it is literally a vanity thing. Some people are on there to find love. I actually don't even... I mean, I think some people are genuinely on there to find love. But I feel like if you're... Not to say that you can't find love on mm -hmm. the dating sites. But I think if that is, like, your sole intention, like, you're just kidding yourself. Like, yeah. it's like... And I, th I think that you really can find love on a dating absolutely. app. I know quite a few people who met... Now they're married, yep. children, and then... I know this girl's younger sister. And her older sister met her husband on a dating app. Now they've been married. Yep. Their child is, like, two... And uh, my friend also met her current long-term boyfriend on a dating app. Like, it uh, definitely can happen. I think it's definitely possible. And I don't think that there should be like any more of a shame of saying, oh, I met my boyfriend on Tinder. Or, I met my partner at a bar or at a party because I think that that is just as random as a dating app. I mean, maybe a party might be a little bit different because you probably have a mutual friend or two. I mean, who knows? Maybe you were the extra person that got brought along and you don't know anybody that was there except for your friend. But... You know, if you meet someone at a bar and they randomly come up and talk to you, that's pretty much the same thing as on a dating app. You randomly come up and talk to you, but dating apps have this bag stigma, I yeah. think. But I really do think that people are on them to look to like find actual relationships. And I think that it does happen. Yeah, it definitely does. I know uh, many people who have come out of dating apps and they, you know, are engaged or, you know, what I'm not going to say married because I don't have a lot of friends that are married. But yeah, they're all they're also just pretty like relatively new for us. And a lot of people are yeah. like, it's hard to be like, oh, these people went on a dating app. and They've been married for 10 years. Like, yeah. I guarantee it's going to happen in the future. I, oh, I and it probably does happen. We're just too young to know those yeah. stories. I think that there's there's an un, undeserved stigma with dating apps like people are so like hesitant to say like oh we met on a dating app i was hesitant of it too for whatever reason the first time someone asked me how me and david met and i we said on tinder i felt weird about it but then after he was like it's really not that big of a deal it's not and this this couple asked like his friend asked us how we met and we were like oh tinder and then him and his girl looked at each other and were like us too yeah and i was like oh why did I feel so weird about saying that, though? There's really nothing wrong with that. No, I think that the thing is, like, when it first came out, it, it is a part of it is because it's so new. Mm -hmm. um, like, the technology is so new. I think a part of it is when it first came out, people were like, oh, really? Like, you're going to go on this app? Like, how dead? Like, it's like people think right. that you're desperate. But really, nowadays, it's so normalized. Like, yeah. everybody who's single pretty much has Tinder. Yeah. I mean, all it does is just allow you to meet more people at a like yeah. a broader range like i listen to a couple of dating and relationship podcasts and they talk about oh you know people are more picky nowadays because of dating apps and yeah. stuff because you know before dating apps you only got to see the people that were in your town and that was kind of your dating pool yeah and now you have all of these people and you can always like people have this problem where they think they can always do better yeah. and they're never settling because they're always like, Oh, well this person is, you know, almost everything I want, but they have these two flaws that I don't like and not what I want in a partner. Yeah. So I think if I can just like find someone else and it just kind of broadens your horizon and you just have to kind of remember you're never realistically going to find that person that hits every single yeah thing but it does make it harder in that sense too many choices are bad for humans yeah oh what i was gonna say was like you know how growing up 
we'd watch shows like my mom would watch Seinfeld and like I don't even know if this was like a thing on Seinfeld but I just remember like watching shows growing up with like my older cousins or my parents or whatever and like it would almost be like taboo to say that you met someone in a bar really? like yeah I remember like some like 90s sit- sitcoms or like reality shows like people would be like oh where'd you meet I'm like oh at the bar and it was like people didn't so like it's like the bar mm-hmm. is like the new tinder it's seen as you know how that whole trope of like if you're over if you're out of college and you're still drink like you can't be an alcoholic in college right but like if you're over that age and you're meeting someone on a bar like do you have a drinking part I, I think that like had to do with it but you found love in a hopeless place <laughs> indeed. indeed i think that's what it is i think it's because people don't think of bars as places you find l- bars or dating apps as places you find long-term relationships mm-hmm. they're places that you find hookups but not everybody is into that and not everybody is looking for that so sometimes you do yep. two people who are looking for a relationship yeah or sometimes it just happens sometimes you don't you're not even looking for it and you just happen to stumble across someone that 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 makes you want to be in a relationship yeah that literally is what the quote-unquote experts say you fall in love when you're not looking for it and that's whenever like you might think that you fell in love before but like it's like quote true love if like you're not looking for it like if you go out and search for love like you might date people and you might say that you love them but you never like actually truly love them if you go looking for love but if like you stumble across love then it's like true love so i mean i feel like we've pretty much wrapped up the the dating dating apps apps. yeah okay so let's slip slop and flop into this week's agreement which is oh yes sometimes i google like funny weird debates to get some ideas because none of you give us any but i mean (laughs) hey i'm not i'm not talking shit (laughs) and one of i came across the weirdest debate and i was like what the heck who thinks on like the other side of this and it was would you rather live to eat or eat to live and i don't fucking understand why a person (laughs) would pick eat to live over live to eat you know what i've realized in my old age i really fucking love food oh my gosh and yes the f word was completely necessary two times two times in 10 seconds yeah i really love food and i think that you love food all your life but you love it especially when you get older because your taste buds change every 10 years so seven whatever it is it's you know your taste buds change as you get older and i think that it's better as you get older because you're open to trying new things because your taste buds change and you know how when you're younger you don't want i mean i don't know if you're me and you're younger you don't want peppers you don't like tomatoes which i still don't really like but i'm just starting to not mind them you don't like peppers you don't like tomatoes you don't like mushrooms you don't like onions now i love all of those things sans tomatoes but now when i'm older i love like a bunch more food so like what does that mean I love to eat even more. Like I will literally like sometimes I see food and I literally am like, oh my God, that looks so fucking good. Like I follow food pages now. There's this one page. I'm going to shout them out on Instagram. They're at friends that munch. And I think they're based in Austin, Texas, because they only review places that are in Austin, Texas. So that would lead one to believe that I they're hear in that Austin, Austin is a big foodie town. Really? Yes. You know, they say that Pittsburgh is a foodie town. It's like voted one of the... Oh, and if we're talking... Hold up. This would not be a food topic without me shouting out my favorite Pittsburgh restaurant. Why are you looking at me like I'm crazy, bitch? You know what oh, it is. Oh, I know what it is. I just couldn't... Re- <laughs> I just... <laughs> I was about to say, everybody that knows me knows <laughs> that Bay Bay's is my Bay. Bay. <laughs> Bay Bay's Kitchen. Yes, Bay Bay's Kitchen. Downtown on Liberty Avenue. It's Korean. It is so fucking good last time i went there the owner was there you know how i knew he was the owner i follow them on um instagram and did you say thank you for your service Bray, you know me too well <laughs> i pulled him aside he brought me my food they are closed um for dine-in but they they're open for takeout he brought me my food and i was like i don't think you understand this is my favorite restaurant in the entire city he was like oh thank you so much i was like no i need you to seriously take this in for a second <laughs> I've told all of my friends about you. I've put at least 10 to 15 people onto this restaurant, like at least, and all of them love you. There was times where I would get it multiple times a week, which is just insane. It's absurd. But yeah, I, whenever I think of places like Bebe's, I literally just cry. So back to the actual debate. (laughs) My problem with this is I don't understand. Yeah. I truly don't understand what person, like if your options were you could... (laughs) Am I missing something? Live to eat. What so, does live to eat mean? 
So you're alive so that you can eat. So that's your only purpose in life? No, it's eat to live. Well, eat to live is what I don't understand. So I'm trying to break them both down to see if I understand. So in order, so you, you have to eat to live. So basically right now we do indeed, we need to eat to live, but it makes it sound so much more drastic. Like in my mind, when I hear that I need like eat to live, I just hear like, I need the the absolute basic. Like Mm -hmm. I think I made this, I was like, it makes me sound like I could only eat like rice and beans (laughs) and like, I know the absolute basics that yeah. you need to survive. It, it makes it sound more survival based. Like yeah. you're constantly in like survival mode. Like mm-hmm. it's not pleasurable. It seems like it takes all fun out of food. And that's yeah. what I'm thinking. But like, can someone inform me if that's yeah. wrong? Because I don't understand who would want to live like that. Yeah. I think that th- the way that I interpreted it was like, yeah, eat to live like the only reason you're even eating like you could do with it or without it the only right. reason you're eating is to or maybe they mean it from like a health standpoint like you eat to live like longer like you don't like actually but that, what a boring fucking way to live it's just a weird debate yeah and but, i don't understand yeah why why would anybody choose that like if if you don't love food with every fiber of your soul and being like you're you doing even human are you human you're doing something wrong like why why would you not live to eat well now let's get dis- let's not discount people that struggle with eds okay yes that's true and have a difficult relationship with food yes we completely understand that i'm purely i'm not speaking you know on eating disorders or anything like that but i'm saying like from a purely like if we're reading like on paper like what this debate is is yes. like do you like basically it boils down to do you like food or do you not yeah yeah do you find pleasure in food or do you not do you want to yeah do you want to find pleasure in food or do you want to eat solely for survival is how i read this yeah and sometimes it scares me how much pleasure i find in food sometimes i'm like why why am i getting so excited (laughs) like for this food because it's so good like i will never remember the time it was the third time i told david how much i love soup (laughs) that is the most ridiculous thing i mean i think everyone on this pod that listens to this podcast should know me and Bree love food because almost every debate is based around food. So hard. Part of our ritual is to eat food and then do Literally, this podcast. We eat dinner together every time we record. Yes, it's very cute. Yes, it's so cute. So cute. So yeah, I mean, I guess long story short, if you eat to live, I, I guess that just boils down to like, you know, your relationship with food is like basically in terms of like a health standpoint like you're eating superfoods and like maybe yeah you're on like keto or something like i don't yeah that's what i think of it as so but if if anyone else interprets it in another way i'd love to know yeah because i don't understand how this is debate i i don't (laughs) i don't either it's just like we love food so much that it boggles our mind to think that maybe i just don't want to be constantly in survival mode either yeah that's what I'm yeah. thinking. Sometimes I get on kicks where I want to eat healthy and then I'm like, oh man, but fries are the best food ever created. So that's true. That is very true. All right, Lauren, tell the good people where they can find us on Twitter at Masturbators Pod. On Instagram, we are master.baters.podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, rate, and review. Review and you'll be? You'll be sent a free sticker. and. Woo! Guess what? We had a new reviewer who is getting a free sticker. And a love letter. And a love letter. So Gabby, thank you very much. Everyone, she has a meme page called uh, Gabby PTO. It is very funny. It's at G-E-H-B-I-P-T-O. And it's basically all about using your paid time off. (laughs) Like it's all like stuff like that. So it's a funny page to follow. Gabby, you will be getting your free sticker in the mail. We're about to write you a love letter right now. And yeah, anyone else who dares to write us a review, you will be getting the same thing. Don't let us tempt you too much. Absolutely. Who doesn't want a love letter and a free sticker? Absolutely. All right. So with that being said, let's close this out. Everyone, treat yourself to some Miracle Whip or Mayo, I guess, if you're into that stuff. Tell us if you love dating apps or if you hate them. Yeah, this is a shameless. Do you actually enjoy dating apps? Are there other people out there other than me who truly enjoy dating apps? Yep. So let us know in the polls this week. And then why is would you rather eat to live or live to eat a debate? Yeah. (laughs) I think that's even a debate. I think that's the real question. What does that mean? Yeah. What does it mean? What, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Do, 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 do.
<laughs> and on top of that, um, as a bonus cue, what is your favorite food of all time? Um, <laughs> okay. All right, Brie, tell them what we want them to have. Oh, have a masterful, masterful week. week. There we go. Goodbye. <laughs>